Support for this program is provided by Chevron, the human energy company. This is Politico Energy. I'm Josh Siegel. California is set to ban the sale of new gas-powered vehicles by 2035, a far-reaching policy that will transform the nation's auto markets moving forward. On Thursday, the California Air Resources Board issued new rules that were first rolled out in an executive order by Governor Gavin Newsom in 2020. The ban will be phased in and will likely be picked up by other states, since California has a special ability to set clean car rules under federal law. With California's rules being potentially adopted across the country, they could make a significant dent in the amount of harmful greenhouse gas emissions from the transportation sector, which currently surpass emissions from the electricity sector. So today, we check in with Politico's Camille Von Canel about what this California ban actually means, how big of an impact it will have on auto markets across the country, and how automakers are adjusting. It's Friday, August 26th. So, Camille, can you break down this new ban from California on new gas-powered vehicle sales, and how big of a deal is this? It's a really big deal. But, you know, for context, this has been in the works for a long time. Governor Gavin Newsom first set this in motion two years ago with an executive order, and the California Air Resources Board officially voted on Thursday on a rule which would give teeth to the executive order. It would require zero emission vehicles to be 35% of all new car sales in the state by 2026 and 68% by 2030, and then up to 100% by 2035. So, so far in 2022, the share of new car sales that are zero emissions is at 16% in California. So that would be quite an increase. And automakers in violation of this sales requirement could face a civil penalty of fine. Right. And remind us why California is in such a unique influential position with this new rule, because we expect other states to follow suit. Is that right? Yeah. So California has a special ability under federal law to set its own clean car rules. And it's used that to set rules that are more stringent and far reaching than the federal ones. And more than a dozen states have adopted California's version of the rules in the past. And many of them are expected to adopt this rule too. So as soon as the end of this year, we could see a lot of states follow along California. And ultimately, this requirement, this ban, could cover more than a third of the country's auto market if all those other states follow. Wow, interesting. And how are automakers, who we know are are moving in electric direction, but how are they reacting to this ban? Yeah, they've always said that the rule will be challenging to meet, but they've been outwardly supportive. They haven't been fighting this super strongly. It's a business opportunity for them. As you mentioned, they've been investing in electric vehicles Earlier this week, Toyota finally came around and told California in a letter it acknowledged that the state could set its own rules, which a California official characterized as old foes coming on board. But what are some of the constraints, though, as automakers seek to now you know, accelerate production of EVs to comply with the new rule? Yeah, one of the main constraints is for the public is the ability to charge your car. There's going to have to be a lot more plugs 
out there if people are going to be buying and driving electric vehicles, especially people who maybe don't have driveways or don't have the ability to, to charge at home. So that's an ongoing challenge in terms of auto manufacturing. There's ongoing supply chain issues. There's some critical minerals like lithium that will need to be mined more to produce the cars. So it's going to be a, a big effort. And are California officials saying if they think the Inflation Reduction Act, the climate law recently passed in Congress signed by President Biden will help address any of that? Yes, for sure. There's incentives in the federal law that will kind of bolster electric vehicles. There's a lot more money for electric charging as well. So they have mentioned that this would parallel the California efforts. You know, also, I'm wondering how Governor Newsom, he's obviously portraying himself as a climate leader. I know some of what he's done has been more controversial with the with green activists around maybe keeping some gas plants going to address reliability. I mean, how is this being received and how is he presenting this policy? Yeah, Newsom is definitely claiming this as a big win and California officials are celebrating. But, you know, it's important to note if we're talking about zero emission vehicles and Governor Newsom that he has come out in opposition to Proposition 30, which would raise taxes on Californians making more than $2 million to subsidize electric vehicles and related infrastructure. So environmentalists are a little bit upset at him for doing that. So that's an interesting tidbit. Also, Europe's largest nuclear power plant located in southern Ukraine was disconnected from the power grid on Thursday, creating a safety risk, according to the Ukrainian nuclear operator. The plant was disconnected due to fires at nearby ash dumps, but the Russian regional governor overseeing the plant later on Thursday said power had been restored since disruptions first happened. The Zaporizhia power plant, which has six reactors with two of them in operation, was seized by Russian troops back in March. But the plant's daily operations have remained under the control of Ukrainian staff. It's unclear whether there is currently any disruption to the power supply at the plant. For more news on energy and the environment, subscribe to our free newsletter at politico.com power switch. And subscribe to Politico Pro to read our morning energy newsletter. Some of the music in today's show is composed by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Normal Malichael is the producer of the podcast. Special thanks to Kara Tabor for producing Thursday's episode. Raghu Manuvalan edited the show this week. Jenny Amitz is the executive producer of audio at Politico. Our editors are Matt Daly and Gloria Gonzalez. I'm Josh Siegel, and the podcast will be off next week, so we'll see you back after Labor Day. Did you know that Chevron is exploring ways to expand their hydrogen fuel production to help make heavy-duty transport lower carbon? Find out more at chevron.co slash hydrogen fuel.